0: Hi, friend. Registration will be opening soon for the School of Christian Health and Nutrition. Carly and I have put together a short mini-series of videos called The Science of God's Divine Design. It's going to give you an inside peek at the way that we teach biblical health, plus give you early access into the school and a special discount, but only for people who watch this special series, which you can find at thechristiannutritionist.com slash design. This is only available from March 6th to the 16th, so if you have even the tiniest mustard seed of interest or curiosity about the School of Christian Health and Nutrition, go watch this free set of videos to get the best information, access, and price. It's at thechristiannutritionist.com slash design. Well, hey there, friend, welcome back to the club. I've got some good insight for you today. I want to talk about setting your carb boundaries. And I have a verse inspiration for you. It comes from Proverbs 25, 28, which says, A man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. Okay? I want you to be thinking about that as we talk today about setting your carb boundaries. One of the big goals we work on in Feast to Fast is setting our boundary walls with carbohydrates. And I want to teach you some of that strategy today. Because of all of the macronutrients, it's carbs that trip us up the most. There are just too many darn carbs in this world and we get way too many even without realizing it. When we think of the carb category encompassing everything from fruits and vegetables to oatmeal and quinoa to cookies, wine, donuts, there are just so many things that fall within this macronutrient category. It's not like proteins and fats which are relatively limited by what nature produces. But with carbs, we've got a whole slew of tempting things to choose from. And remember, it's the carbs that set off our fat storage hormone, insulin. Too many carbs get stored as fat in the body. And not only does it lead to obesity, but so many other common health problems from exhaustion to diabetes. An overload of carbs creates all kinds of body issues and definitely causes your metabolism to drag. So a lot of people feel like the answer is to swing in the opposite direction and go super high fat and severely restrict carbohydrates. High fat and keto diets are very popular right now, and they can work well for a time. I like to think of it as a pendulum. And if someone has been on the extreme on one side, say with overeating carbs for too long, and then they swing to the opposite side, say with a super high-fat diet, that ultimately can help bring somebody back into balance in the middle. But I don't think the answer is to stay suspended on either side. We wanna be like Goldilocks, you know, from the story of the Three Little Bears. We wanna find a carb load that's not too high, not too low but just right we want to find the balance of what works for us that's how we find sustainability in our diets and quit swinging like tarzan from one extreme to the other okay so how do we do that well in feast to fast we break carbohydrates down into three levels real food carbs whole food carbs and heck yeah carbs. Real food carbs are the ones growing in nature. Those are your vegetables and fruits. Whole food carbs are your grain carbs like rice, oatmeal, and quinoa. And then, and then, there are the heck yeah carbs, which is basically everything else. Chips, crackers, bread, cookies, donuts, alcohol. If it sounds tempting and delicious to you, it probably falls into the heck yeah category. So during Feast to Fast, we take each category of carbs step by step, adding in a new level each week so that we can figure out how we want to spend our carb load. And that's gonna be different for each person. How I want to spend my carb load is going to be different than how you spend your carb load. That is a major reason I don't give meal plans to people, but I do give meal ideas. Okay, now in an ideal world, we would all be living in real food carb mode all the time and get all of our carbohydrates from vegetables and fruits. Those are truly the only carbs we need in our lives. It's real carbs the way God made them at the very finest right? These vegetables and fruits. These are the carbs that come with vitamins and minerals and fiber that our body and the good bacteria in our body need to stay healthy. Our body can actually use something from real food carbs. This is what the Sugar Detox for Christian takes you through. It's my ebook and um, three weeks of real food carbs. It's a great reset and learning experience to understand how the body uses carbohydrates. <laughs> but here's what I found. People were like, I can't live in sugar detox mode for forever. I need wine. I'm going on vacation. I live for chips and salsa. And I totally get all of those things. I totally totally feel you on that. So that's why I created to Fast. It's like the answer to, okay, what now after a sugar detox? because people were either like on the train or totally off the track. It was either sugar detox mode or a total carb free for all. They had no sense of strategy or tactic to manage carbs reasonably in real life. So Feast to Fast became the follow-up, like the sequel. And that's where we learn to be the boss of our carbs instead of letting our carbs be the boss of us. We learn to live with them peaceably in our lives. So today I want to help you set some parameters for the carbs you allow into your life. Allow is an important word there. Now a lot of us hear the words boundaries and parameters and we automatically think restriction and deprivation. There's a negative connotation around it but I would offer that there is safety in boundaries. There is freedom in boundaries. Think of a little kid who wants to go into the front yard and play. If that yard is open to the street, the mom is going to be freaking out. She's going to be fretting and stressed out about the possibilities of danger. She can't take her eye off that kid for a minute, right? She's going to be constantly nagging him like, get back. Don't go there. Whereas if there is a fence around the yard, the mom can chill out a little bit, you know, she can turn the kid loose without worrying so much about the kid wandering into the street into danger. And so the kid has more freedom to play in the yard and the mom has more peace about it because of the boundary. You feel me here, (laughs) y'all? See where I'm going with this? This is very similar to how boundaries work for us with food. When we haven't set standards for ourselves, it's like we've been let loose in a yard with no fence. The temptations and dangers are wide open. There's a lot of self-nagging, a lot of mind chatter, like, do this, no, don't do this, eat it, no, don't eat it, you're gonna regret it. But think about it when you've set boundaries for yourself. In Feast to Fast, one of the things we do is define our top 10 heck yeah foods. What are the carbs that make us say heck yeah? That is totally worth eating because it's one of my favorites. Our heck yeah's become our boundaries, our fence. Because if it's not a heck yeah, it's a heck no. We set those boundaries for ourselves, and now we have a safe yard to play in. We eat our heck yeahs, we enjoy them without shame or guilt, and we don't invite danger or less worthy playmates into the yard. I tell you, one of the best boundaries I ever set for myself was one against wheat. After dilly-dallying back and forth for years on eating wheat and then not eating wheat, I finally drew an official line in the sand, and once I did that, it made things so much easier when I encountered the bread basket or a dessert table. There was no obsessive analyzing. There were, you know, no devils and angels on my shoulders arguing back and forth, like, eat it. Don't eat it. You gave it up. No, you didn't. This time. No, next time. It's just no. That option is off the table. It just completely removed the decision fatigue. And it was so easy once I made the decision. I have to tell you, there has been so much peace in that. I can sit at a table and people be eating the bread basket. It does not bother me a bit. It's like the mom who has peace with her kid safe in the yard. It is just not something I even worry about facing anymore. So I ask my Feast of Fasters to think about their top ten heck yeahs and then stick close to those boundaries. For me, that includes things like gluten-free bread, pizza, wine, homemade cookies. Like you could stack my pantry with boxes and boxes of cookies, and they don't tempt me at all. Like you could put Oreos, Chips Ahoy, even gluten-free boxed cookies. Like Mm-mm. doesn't, doesn't do it for me. I just, I realized that to me, they don't taste very good. They're just not heck yeahs. Why would I waste my carb load on something that I did not think was delicious? Now, maybe they're heck yeahs for you and that would be totally fine. That's the beauty of this. <laughs> you get to decide what's worth it to you. Now you put a homemade chocolate chip cookie straight out of the oven in front of me. Heck yeah, baby, I'm all over that. Okay, so the question is, have you even really thought about this? When you walk into the break room at work and just pick up a muffin or a donut, is it really a heck yeah? Or are you just mindlessly eating it because it's there? Same with the cookies. You know, maybe your kid has, give your kid some cookies and the box is out, and you just pick it up, and you're just, you know, shoveling them into your mouth without even thinking about it because they're there. Think about the taste. Do you love that? Does it really even taste good to you? The exercise of defining your heck yes, setting those boundaries is such an empowering strategy. It's like, get to know yourself, sister. What's worth putting into your holy temple? God has given you free will and authority to take care of your body, to be the boss of what you allow into it. So put some action into that, okay? I always ask my Feast of Fasters to share their top five heck gals with me, and I'm gonna ask the same of you. I think it's so fascinating to see what people think is actually worth it. So I love hearing from my Feast of Fasters. I would love to hear from you about what you think is worth it. Uh, It's a good exercise to write it down, share it with somebody. There's just a sense of accountability that comes with that. So share those with me. Um, It would be really cool and kind of funny if you did it. Leave me uh, a comment in iTunes. That would be hilarious with your heck yeahs. And then people would be like, why are people listing all their food here? I love it. Um, the reason I ask you to leave reviews in iTunes is because the more reviews that we get there, the more that the podcast becomes available to other people, the, the better chance they'll have of seeing it as an option to listen to. And so I'm always, always trying to, um, you know, spread the word of real food the way God made it to more people. So the more reviews you leave there, Um, the better it helps me do that. So I can share strategies like this, the heck y'all strategy. So I want to know what your heck y'alls are. Let me know. And then try living within those boundaries that you've set for yourself. Okay. Let's book into this episode with the verse we started with. A man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. No walls, no boundaries means no self-control. So remember, my friend, that there is safety and freedom in boundaries. All righty. Thank you so much for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week, and I'll talk to you soon.